Hi guys, I hope you're having an amazing, beautiful, positive day. I am sending you so much love and so much peaceful, balanced energy. Thank you so much for joining me today. It is Misha with Feels with Mish. If you guys are interested, I do have a TikTok page with tons of healing and self-mastery content on there as well. Feels with Mish. You can also check out my website, Feels with Mish, where you can book a personal session with me. If you want to do a one-on-one and unpack some things you're dealing with in your life and maybe we can come to resolution, I would love to be there for you. So today, guys, we are talking about self-soothing. Now, I know that the past few episodes have maybe seemed a little more self-centered. And again, I know that, um, you know, working on yourself is the only way for you to change your life. The only way. Because you are living your experience through your eyes. You feel the feelings that exist in your physical body. Nobody else feels those feelings. And so from your childhood, what you've experienced, the blueprint of your life, nobody else knows. Nobody else can feel that because no one's experienced it. It is so personal to the self. And... I changed my TikTok from healing and self-mastery just to self-mastery. And, you know, the past couple episodes have been a little more about law of assumption and, you know, assuming the reality that you want to create for yourself. And in doing so, I have been affirming that I am perfect. I am perfect. I'm perfect. Through the eyes of God, I am perfect. And... Though we do have our moments as humans, right? We can love ourselves a little harder in those moments. And this is why I affirm that I am perfect. I am perfect in all my imperfections. Because through the eyes of God and the divine, I am perfect. And as opposed to sitting in the space of I am unworthy, I am bad, I am not good, I am unlovable, right? To know that I am perfect in all my glory, in everything that I come with, right? The blueprint of my life through all of its ups and downs. If I was to just erase everything and live in the now moment... I am perfect. I'm perfect. You're perfect. You listening. You joining me here today. I'm so grateful for you. And you are perfect. And so those of you that resonate with my energy, we hold more of the people pleaser, the overgiver. Again, I'm not affirming this for myself anymore. But we have had this journey of overgiving. We've had this journey of people-pleasing, of trying to be things for others. And it's really left us in the space of self-abandonment. The feelings of being triggered when the unworthiness wound is triggered or the rejection wound is triggered or the I am unlovable wound is triggered... I am not enough. I am unheard. I am, you know, I am unworthy. 
I am undeserving. Now, when that wound is triggered, because all of us have that blueprint of something, what have I done that has allowed me to heal and come into the space where I am more grounded within the self and I'm not in these people-pleasing tendencies. It has been to self-soothe. Now feelings, what comes first? The feelings or the thoughts? This is a, a topic that a lot of people, you know, have different views on. In my personal opinion, if you are an empathic person, the feeling will always come first. Some people will say the thoughts come first and triggers the feelings. And that can happen for a lot of the time as well. The thoughts will bring us to a space of feeling. But if you are a sensitive soul, the empathic person, sometimes the feelings come first. And we can't even put understanding or thought to why we are feeling something. It's like something triggered up from our past, a feeling that's hoarded or held within the body that then spirals us into the space of abandoning ourselves, not being present in the body, not being able to control ourselves in that moment. Now, if you guys have listened to my detachment podcast that was one that I did years ago and it's actually my most popular podcast Um, I'm definitely needing to do an updated version I've done a lot more work on myself to now where I'm in way more of a detached space than I was when I even made that video and how did I allow myself to get here it is through self-soothing through being able to stand above my body and view myself from a higher perspective and love myself a little extra harder in those moments where I'm being triggered. Because what happens is our mind goes into fight or flight. Our mind goes into wanting to protect ourselves because our way of protecting ourselves is by observing the fear not even observing it sorry going into this space of fear where the fear becomes our reality and then we act and react in any way possible to save ourselves from the fear this is how the human mind works and through your blueprint and your life and what you've experienced whatever it is in your life it's so personal to you your wounds are so personal to you your beliefs are so personal to you that whatever gets triggered is there to just show us the beliefs that we're really holding of ourselves I'll give you guys examples as a little girl I never felt like I was heard or understood and call it middle child syndrome if you will or the empath or the black sheep, the sensitive soul. No matter how much I tried to communicate my feelings, I was never seen or heard or understood or I felt the way that way, right? The belief, the core belief that I hold of myself or held of myself is that I am. Nobody ever understands me. Nobody ever understands or hears me. Nobody ever gets me, right? 
And I even find myself in my adult life communicating from that belief sometimes where now I'm more confident in my my thoughts and you know of course I have this podcast so it's kind of really helped me just become more confident in my beliefs and my thoughts right being able to freely speak to you guys communicating my beliefs and my thoughts and my feelings right feels with me Uh, but as a child I never felt comfortable or confident to do so and whenever I did it always came from a reactionary space And even the other day was my sister's wedding and I was not able to attend, unfortunately. It was in Canada and I'm here in the States. And so they FaceTimed me in and the minute I saw my sister in her beautiful wedding dress, the tears just came pouring down my face, you guys. I was bawling my freaking eyes out and my sister my older sister she said oh shell like don't cry don't cry don't cry you know like stop crying like just kind of laughing at me for being the emotional mess that I am right and oh my gosh sorry guys there's a car backing up in front of my house that would be New York for you give it a minute oh there we go okay so that is the perfect example of what I experienced my whole life because my sisters and my family members, again, they have their own blueprint. They have their own beliefs. They have their own story, their own life. And so they're completely different from me. And the old version of Misha, the unhealed version of Misha, and even a little bit still, because, you know, your family's going to trigger you the most or your, your, your love, your your partner in love will trigger you the most. I even got a little bit triggered when she said that to me because it comes from the space of um, feeling shame for having emotions, which is a lot of what I felt in my childhood because, again, there's that disconnect of being understood or heard or validated in what I felt, right? And because I'm an adult now and I've done much healing work, my sister saying that to me <clears throat> doesn't trigger me the way that it did when I was young, right? Because I understand that we're just very different people and I'm going to be emotional. I'm going to be myself. I'm going to honor myself. I'm confident and secure in who I am. And I understand myself and I love myself. And so being able to show up my vulnerable self, even if people don't understand it or they don't hear it or they don't feel the same way that I do that confidence and security comes from within it doesn't come from outside of me right I validate myself and so self-soothing is what has brought me here to validating myself what do I do what have I done Again, observing yourself in moments where you're triggered. The old version of Misha, if my sister said, stop crying, stop crying, oh, you're so emotional and laughing at me, would have been like, oh my God, I'm, I'm, they just never understand me. They'll never get me. I'm, I'm so alone in this world. Like they don't, even, they don't even get it. And I would get super triggered and super upset, right? Through my self-soothing, you're able to stand above yourself. You're able to... Be rational in your thoughts. 
well, they're a totally different person from me. No, I am totally valued and appreciated and understood by so many people. So why would I get triggered that one person doesn't understand me? She loves me, right? My sister loves me. The old version of me, they don't love me. They don't understand me. But the rational mind knows that my sister loves me, right? Like, come on. The rational mind knows that. And so the the triggered version of you is not rational. This is why it's so important to be present in the body when you're having your triggered moments. Come into the mind and rationalize why you're being triggered so that you can self-soothe and breathe into the body. Feel your body when it's being triggered. Where in the body are you feeling that trigger? And this is how we evolve. This is how we grow. Now the triggers are coming from that little version of you, that child of, right, the little you that's still holding on to the beliefs about yourself that are sabotaging or keeping you from your best self, right? If I was still the version of me that was triggered by my older sister, And mind you, for years, me and my older sister, again, if you've listened to my past episodes, for years, my older sister and me had no relationship. Like, we could not stand each other. There was this gaping hole inside of me because there was just this yearning to have that relationship with my sister that I felt like it would never heal itself. But it only started to heal itself when I started to shift internally in myself. That was the only way we could come together and heal that relationship. Again, everything is within. And so if you're holding the beliefs within of unworthiness, I'm not good enough, I'm unlovable, I'm never understood, I'm never seen, I'm never heard, then that will bleed out into your relationships and will present itself in your reality in many different situations, scenarios, people, places, and things. Now, the other thing with you being the little you and having those beliefs, even if you're an adult right now, there's that little you inside of you that's still holding those beliefs. And I know, Lauren, you're going to be listening to this podcast. I I just want you to know I'm so grateful for our exchange and our one-on-one session. And I had this beautiful session with this amazing woman and she wanted to help some help on the inner child and I totally understand that's the biggest work we're going to do for ourselves. So I told her to get a little picture of her and that's why I have this display picture on this episode as little Misha because When I started to do the inner child healing and I started to work on those beliefs, the ones where I felt unlovable, unworthy, unseen, unheard, never chosen, right? That's what little Misha felt. That's what little you feels if you haven't confronted that version, right, of you that still feels that way. You know, we just continue to live with those beliefs. And so to have that little picture of you, I remember just looking at my little picture of me. I think I'm probably three or four in this photo. 
in my display pick here of this episode and to see that little girl who grew up to be an adult who feels unlovable, never chosen, unwanted, not worthy, not enough. I just want to confront those feelings and I want to hug her and I want to tell her how worthy she is. I want to tell her how important she is and how brilliant she is and how talented she is and how she can do or be anything that she desires. How to calm her nerves and pour love and peace into her heart so that as she grows she is without anxiety as she grows she is without feeling stress and feeling alone in the world as she grows she feels supported by the ones who love her and supported by god supported by angels so that she can could have created a way more peaceful experience for herself but that it's okay that she had these beliefs that are no longer serving her it's okay it's created a very crazy wild story that she's going to be able to share with her children one day (laughs) i am i'm speaking of myself uh and that she shares with people on a daily basis through this podcast and I mean, I you guys are so much to the story, but again, the story is like wild, crazy, and all over the damn place because of the negative beliefs that I've held of myself. And that is a way of self-soothing. Bring an old photo of you, put it on your bathroom mirror, have it in your room, have it on your wallpaper, even if you want to do that for a short while. And just talk to that version of yourself. Just see yourself. Like, how could you feel so unlovable? Like, look at you. And even, like, being around children is so healing. My friend's daughter, she just looks at me like I am the greatest thing. And I obviously, she looks at her mom way more than that. But, like, I know my energy is very radiating. And children are so drawn to it. And the way that these kids are animals even, right? Because it's the same with animals. The way that they love you, right? They're so unconditionally loving. Could you love yourself that way? Could you, like when you feel that unconditional love from children or from animals, just realize that that is the truth, That is the reality. You are so lovable. You are so amazing. You're so chosen. You're so worthy. And you have to start creating that feeling through your rational mind. Start to rationalize it that that is the truth. That's the only truth that exists. So if having a picture of your little self on your phone or again, somewhere you can see it, helps you self-soothe, bring yourself into that feeling of being chosen, being valuable, being loved, being worthy, then do that because that was a game changer for me. And I do, I help with my clients. I, I, I really recommend that as a way of healing because just to see a picture of you, of your child self helps to remove all the restrictions you've placed on yourself and you know, all the unworthiness and 
negative self-talk. Like, how could you ever say those things to the little child version of you? It's the exact same in your adult life. You deserve way better than how you've been speaking to yourself. You would never say the hurtful things that you say to yourself now to your little self. You just would never say that to a child. And so to help self-soothe, that is a huge, makes a huge difference. Now, the last thing that I will share before I end this episode today is being able to remind yourself of the love that you have for yourself. Because again, this is how we're healing is you have to give that love to yourself. And so when I'm feeling triggered or I'm getting upset about something, I will tell myself, I love you. I will tell myself the things that I wish somebody else would tell me. And again, when we are abandoning ourselves, we are wanting and seeking that validation from outside of ourselves, from somebody. But you have to learn to self-soothe, right? You're seeking that validation from somebody, be it your uh, a love interest, be it your boss at work, your friends, be it your family members. You're seeking that reassurance and that validation from them. We have to learn to be confident in giving that to ourselves. So what I will do when I'm feeling triggered, I will say, I love myself. I love you. I'll speak directly to me the way that I would want somebody to speak to me. What I'm seeking from somebody, I will say it to myself. I love you. You are perfect. You are so lovable. You are so talented. Like whatever's happening right now, it's okay. I'm not going anywhere. I'm here. It's like I'm speaking to little Misha. I, it's going to be okay. Everything's okay, right? I will speak to myself as I'm speaking to the little inner child inside of me. And that's how I really do the self-soothing. That's how I shift out of fight or flight, shift out of those negative beliefs and rationalize and come into this calm and peaceful space within myself. And the more and more that I've done this, the more calm, cool, and collected, the more confident and secure I feel, the more I really understand what it is to be perfect, imperfectly perfect through the eyes of God. And I can forgive myself. I can allow myself to just be exactly who I am. And that the love that I feel for myself doesn't need to be It doesn't come outside of me. It's a feeling from within. And that feeling of you self-soothing, it's very attractive. It's, you don't have to go anywhere. You have all the tools inside of you. God gave us all the tools. And you're so worthy. And I'm so thankful that you guys have joined me today. I hope this podcast was helpful. If any of you want to... Uh, reach out and write some testimonials or just connect with me you can do that on booking at booking at feelswithmish.com and again if you're interested tiktok and i also have my youtube channel feels with Mish. thank you guys so much for being here today i love you and i hope you have an amazing beautiful positive day